Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. So glad that you guys are with us today. It sounds like our internet connection is a little bit faster because your response was faster. Yeah, there was a. I noticed that whenever I did the, uh, the or I listened to the podcast the other day, there was a delay, and it's because there was a, a pause in between that. So I think we've got a good internet connection. We're still making these from home. That's right. <laughs> we've got a better internet connection. We are both released from our. Uh, living of the American dream in the COVID quarantine. Um, I'm but, still living the American dream. I'm just not in a COVID quarantine <laughs> anymore. <laughs> we are we're released, and so we're actually getting ready to go back for our final session of Pastors University. So we're doing some early morning recording before we both fly out, and we thought it'd be yeah, we're kind of excited. We uh, we're going to do Monday and Tuesday ourselves. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to try to interview some pastors mm-hmm. uh, that have been at Pastors University. So uh, Pastor Jared is going to be taking all the recording equipment with us, and uh, and hopefully we'll get some podcasts of other pastors of what their church experience has been like uh, during the COVID crisis and, and bring some encouraging words to you. Absolutely. So yeah, we're excited about that. How do you think TSA is going to respond to the uh, microphones in my suitcase? It's going to be the real question. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I've had some strange TSA experiences because, <laughs> uh, on the one hand, the last time I went through the Springfield Airport, I got flagged and they went through my stuff and all that. And while I was waiting, I counted thirty TSA people. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are, why are there thirty people at the Springfield Airport? TSA people coming and going. They were there. It was a strange phenomenon, (laughs) and they were being really strict. And then um, I was at this other unnamed airport that I won't tell you which name it was, (laughs) because they only had a few TSA, and they weren't really paying attention. They were Mm -hmm. just—it was like they were kind of having a little social gathering. (laughs) And there was, but to, to be fair, there wasn't hardly anybody there. But it was like a little social gathering, and just really, just. It was like a two totally different experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it was very different. So I don't know why Springfield had 30 people, but uh, we did last time. <laughs> I want to talk about um, for um, at least Monday and Tuesday and us versus them um, uh, mentality that can be so useful to us um, in Christ, but can also be so deadly in in the, if used in the wrong way. So the question is, why does the world so often develop an us versus them mentality? This is where wars come from. It's where po- political parties come from. Um, it, it's it, it just so often, and of course in COVID, man, it, you know, the us versus them mentality has just gone to extremes, right? Mm-hmm. So I just did a little bit of internet research on this and a common sociological answer is that, this is a quote, tribalism is so ingrained in all hum- homo sapiens, that's people I'm assuming, behavior that I believe that it is a pre-programmed in our DNA and nothing unites a group faster than a common enemy. Now that's true. Nothing um, unites a group 
faster than a common enemy. Wow. So the question is, did God build us with an us versus them mm. DNA? Uh, and uh, I'm not sure I'm going to answer that question directly, <laughs> but um, we sure see fruit and evidence of an us versus them DNA in humans. Mm. Okay. Now I want to kind of switch gears just a little bit and lay out something that is so powerful and has been so transformational in my life that I will be trumpeting this until the day that um, I go to be with Jesus in heaven. Colossians 1.27 says this, um, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hmm. All right. Now, if you're a Christian, you have probably memorized this verse. You probably have quoted this verse to yourself. You've heard preachers preach it. It's probably basic American Christian DNA mm -hmm. that it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. But what happened in there in our American Christianity is that um, in the process of learning this powerful truth, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, the devil slipped one in on us, mm. which is so common because my mentor taught me that error often rides in on the wings of truth. Mm. And so the one that the thing that the devil slipped in on us on this is we, because of our English language. Now, <laughs> here's a question. <laughs> um, how does um how were you taught to say you, Pastor Jared? Well, my parents taught me to just say you. Are you wanting the the plural you? Yep. Because for yep. us, it was you all. Now, the area that I was in, they pronounced it y'all or yens was the uh, more probably more popular use of it. Now, I'm from Florida, and down there, it would be y'all. And then uh, I moved to Washington... And I got persecuted in my faith <laughs> for saying the word y'all up there. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> sorry, clear my throat. It, red lines want to do that. So, then, <laughs> so, so I stopped saying y'all and learned to say you. Then I came to Missouri. And it, if you get out of the country, it's yuns. And mm -hmm. I actually had to practice that. And I'm still not sure I say it right. Yuns. <laughs> How, how am I doing? Is, am I doing that okay, Yuns? Uh, you're stretching the uh, sound a little too much, but you're, you're getting there. <laughs> Which tells me, see, so I'm still not getting it right. It's okay. So You also can say Yuns. You can say it like that. Yuns. Uh-huh. You can't well, say Nate, like Nate and Sasha, who's our, they're our, prayer, our time prayer uh, leader. Hey, advertise time real, real quick. That's, that's right. So uh, every Sunday morning um, at 9 a.m., we have what's called our time meeting. It's our Together in Ministry Experience uh, it's a combination of what was our Shiloh Hour prayer meeting, which is an intercessory, intercessory prayer meeting, and then uh, what we had been doing pre-pandemic with a seeker service. So it's just an additional time for us to worship and pray together um, and just do ministry, do some warfare together. Yeah, so uh, so Sasha, she leads that, and but they were teaching me that Ewan's is not really how to do it. Dude. If you're going to get back out in the Hartville area, it's Yun's, and but but I'm still not getting it right. So you know, I'm trying. But that one was bad. Um, but it creates this massive problem because when you read Christ in you, the hope of glory, our individualism 
here in America makes us read that it's Christ in you, singular, Mm -hmm. the hope of glory. And that's where the devil slips one in on us. It's not. It's Christ in you, plural. So that really should read, it's Christ in y'all, the hope of glory. (laughs) Or Christ in yuns, the hope of glory. Because the only way you would know... Now, the Greek is very specific. It's plural. Yeah. Um, but in the English language, it's singular. So um, what happens is American Christians try to experience Christ in you, singular, the hope of glory, and their hope never happens because they don't experience the glory. And so... Um, so, it be, and the reason being is you can't experience it without Christ in you, plural. So I want this to just, uh, if this is a revelation to you, let it sink in because you may have been trying to experience the hope of God's glory, um, defined as, you know, uh, uh, maybe you have some things in your personality that you don't like, you know, I'm going to define the glory as all all the things that are going to help us overcome uh, the negativity that, you know. So so we started off saying that this is an us versus them mentality. And for a Christian, the them are things like the devil, disease, despair, depression, all the D words, right? And what I find is that so often in Christianity, it's us versus them in um in the body of Christ. In other words, it's it's us on this side of the room versus them on, on that side of the room, right? And, the, and so what happens is the devil is constantly attacking the Christ in you, plural, mm. the hope of glory. So if, if I really want to make this super simple, that it is this, if you want to experience God's glory, you can only experience it by humbling yourself enough to get in unity with a local body of Christ so it becomes hope in you, plural, the hope of glory. I'm gonna now I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the extreme the other way. (laughs) If you don't do that, the best you will experience is what Adam gave you. Mm -hmm. And the best you'll experience is what Adam gave you. They got transferred down to your great-grandpappy, down to your grandpappy, (laughs) down to your mom, down to your dad, through you. That's the best you'll experience. You will never experience the best that Christ has to offer. And I want to challenge you right now, honestly, that maybe you've been trying to go it alone and the COVID crisis has caused you to pull away from church and Mm -hmm. break fellowship from the local body of Christ. Mm -hmm. It's time to repent because you're not experiencing the hope of glory. You know, the scripture actually says that hope deferred makes the heart sick, and so your heart's gotten sick. And mm-hmm. and um, and what's happening is you're instead in all the D words. You're you're experiencing the devil, disease, despair, depression, and all of those things. And the reason being is that you're out of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's time to get back in. It's repentance is such a beautiful word. You just come on back in and yeah. humble yourself and admit you were wrong and and um, and come on back into the body of Christ, and then you can experience. Hope in you, plural. That's good. The, uh, the 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 hope of glory in that way. So, um, 
just a couple of testimonies before we close out. Pastor Jared, what is, what's an area of your life where you wanted to experience the hope of glory, mm-hmm. and the only way you could experience that is by drawing closer to the body of Christ? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I am the worship pastor, and so one of my innate desires is to feel the presence of God through worship. And so it's not, and I think, I think if everybody were truly honest, um, that is one of their greatest desires. It's why people go to football games. It's why they go to concerts is because they want to feel that unity of everybody's vision being pointed in the same direction. Yeah. It's why we all gather around the, there are people that are gathering around the chiefs now, right? right. Because they're, because they win. Mm -hmm. Um, And although I didn't watch the game last night, I didn't even know if they won last night. Oh, they did, but it was rough. Oh, okay. Let's just I say that was... about 75 point, 75% of our points were field goals. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I missed all that. Yeah, it was a little rough. So, so people, get, people look, are looking for a common point mm-hmm. of unity to gather around. Yeah, yes. go ahead. And so um, there's a level, of course, that you experience the presence of God on your own, but you will, the clarity and the, just the intensity of the presence in a corporate setting is it's necessary. It's, I mean, it's required for your faith to grow in the way that I think God intends us to. Anybody who was a committed church member before the pandemic, who has now gotten to be able to come back into a corporate worship setting has felt this, the difference of worshiping with the TV at home or with the radio at home compared to worshiping with the body of Christ in a room where you're all unified. I mean, there is no comparison. Yeah. And I just, you know, so I love the Word of God and I love the Holy Spirit. But one of the things I learned from our uh, brush with COVID where we we got COVID and we went down, you can get sick to the level where you lose the ability to connect with the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And you know what you got left whenever you lose the ability to connect with the Spirit of God and the Word of God? What do you have left? You got the people of God. Mm, yeah, That's it. It's true. And then they are the carriers of the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And through my entire COVID experience, I had people praying for me, texting. I'd call out my symptoms. They'd pray over them. They, those symptoms would leave in Jesus' name. And so then, now that I'm better again and I'm free again, I'm reconnecting with the Spirit and the Word again. Um, but it's Christ in you plural, the hope of glory. So I just think that to close this podcast, this is my strongest encouragement. Um, so from a, from a point of encouragement um, that I want to say that it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, you can overcome anything if you will come close to the body of Christ mm. and get really tight and nestled in there and develop strong relationships in small groups, come to the corporate gatherings, participate in the live stream. However, you're connecting is the point. Mm -hmm. You can overcome anything. And then I think I also want to give my strongest admonition to say, if you have taken the devil's bait, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people that have, to think that it was Christ in you, singular, the hope of glory, that you can you know, that you can be casual with the body of Christ and that you can come and go as you please and the relationships aren't as important. You're deceived and it's good to repent. 
and what's happening is because you're deceived, you're experiencing all the D words. I like I call them the D words: the disease, despair, depression. I'm sure there's some other D words in there. But all you have to do is repent and come back into the body of Christ, and you will begin to experience once again Christ in you, plural, the hope of God's glory. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.